I'm Britton Pack, and you're listening to Good Morning Mom. Are you a mom trying to do all the things? Me too, although I'm not sure we want to be bragging about this. This life is crazy busy, and I feel the pull to be doing it all. And yet, I want to feel the calm, and I want to feel the peace. However, we still have all the things that we have to do every day. So join me as we navigate the crazy chaos of mom life, but integrate the habits into our lives that bring calm and peace that we all desire. Let's do this. Good morning and hi friends. How has your summer been going for you? I am pre-recording this because by the time you are listening to this, my family and I will be spending a week in one of our favorite places, Island Park, Idaho. We love to go there every summer for some ATV riding, some fishing, some driving around Yellowstone, some rafting. We are so excited And I hope you were able to do some fun family activities this summer and create some amazing memories for you and your kids. You know, I feel like as we get older and we're raising our children, it's more about the experiences and the memories that we get to make during these times on this earth life where we get to grow and teach and have fun and enjoy these lives that we have. So I hope you made time for that for you, for your family during this summer. And I cannot believe that it's almost over. Seriously, July flew by. So crazy, but okay. For today's topic, I'm going to start out with a little scenario here. Tell me, have you ever cleaned out your pantry? You know, I'm thinking about this now because I need to clean out my pantry, I need to organize it. And you know how you can only go so long living with it being a cluttered mess? I mean, it's not like I've never cleaned it out, I've definitely cleaned it out. In fact, I feel like I do it regularly. I don't know what regular is once a year, every six months. I don't know. But it just seems like children seem to intensify the rate at which things need to be cleaned out and organized, you know, right now in my pantry, I feel like everything's in the wrong spot, you know, and I just I must have like extra stuff overflowing like it's taking over. I don't know. Like my waffle iron is where I usually keep my bread and my flour, sugar, you know, baking supplies. It's overflowing and not fitting on the shelf where it usually is. But like, I don't know what's even taking up space there. I mean, I do have leftover Halloween candy that I've thrown up in the top shelves, um, the corners, you know, so that my kids don't get it. And I have a few new appliances that I've tried to stuff in there, but, you know, there's just no room for them. And then I have a couple bags of protein that are like falling off the shelves. Like, I don't know. It's a cluttered mess. And every time I walk in there, I think, oh, I need to clean this. But then my brain turns to mush and I'm like, I can't do it right now. I'm so busy right now. I don't even know what I'm doing. Right. But eventually, when that happens enough times, it starts to come to mind that I start to think, okay, I need to fit this into my schedule. I need to plan a day. And I just can't take it any longer. So I decide it's time to clean it out. And I'll get my garbage can and I'll just start chucking stuff in there, right? Like I have half eaten bags of chips that are how many weeks old? I have candy wrappers galore because my children seem to think it's fun to hide their candy from each other in there so the other person can't get it. I don't know. I have canned beans that are expired like three years ago, you know, and then I'll get to organize it organizing it according to kind of categories. I'm that type of person. So I have baking supplies in one corner. I have appliances in another corner. I have extra seasonings that don't fit in a different um, cupboard out in the kitchen. You know, they're in another spot. I keep treats on the top shelf hidden, you know, in an old Amazon box. So my kids don't know what's in there up top. You know, you get the idea. I'm sure you do it too. Then other things that I could do to help me organize would be what? 
A lot of times I probably waste too much time looking on Pinterest at organized pantry ideas, right? I could go to Home Goods and I could get a few containers to help with the clutter. But after the time it takes to organize and clean out, I can step back and take a deep breath. Ah, it feels good, right? Now I can maintain it for several months. And then I'll probably need to deep clean it again in six months or so because somehow the mess starts to overtake again. Now, what does this have to do with anything? I think this is kind of like how tracking macros is for me. When you don't know much about it, or like, aka when you first peer into your pantry at the mess, it seems like this huge mountain of a task that you need to climb, right? Messy, chaotic, I don't have time for this, right? It's a little too complicated and time consuming to do, right? But once you finally take the time, right, you finally can't take it anymore, you can't take the chaos, the mess, as in you're stuck on your finish journey, you decide to dip your toe a little, you know, you start to look on Pinterest, you start to clean out the junk, aka you start to look at what different trainers recommend, who talk about macros a lot, you look at recipes that say macro friendly on them, you listen to a podcast like this or something to get some education, and once you've gone through the hard work of cleaning out your pantry, aka trialing macros and trying it on for several months, then you can step back and take a deep breath and you can maintain it, right? As in like you could intuitively eat because now it's easier and now you know the insides, right? It becomes easier and then every year or so you dive back into freshen up on your knowledge as in every year or so I take a month or two to actually track my macros to kind of get back to where I think I should. So today, As you can guess, I wanted to talk about macros, macronutrients, to kind of go along with last week's episode where I talked about, you know, if you're just starting out on your health journey, where would I start? If you hadn't had time to listen to that, take a few minutes. It's only like 10 minutes minutes or so and go listen to that because that's what I would do if I were just starting over. And today we're going to talk about macros as in a very brief overview intro level to macros, not a deep dive at all, but this is kind of like a crash course, you know, macros 101. You may have heard the term macros and all this is referring to is macronutrients, which is a very basic term. There are three nutrients in our body that we use, that our body uses to break down all the food and turn it into energy. And it is the three nutrients of proteins, fats, and carbs. Now, there is a lot more food, obviously, than just these three nutrients. We also have the micronutrients, which, you know, are our vitamins, our minerals, our electrolytes, you know, fiber, prebiotic, probiotic, things like that. Those, like, there's a huge variety of that. But for today's sake, we're going to simplify it. We're not talking about micronutrients. We're going to talk about macronutrients today. Like I said, very brief overview. So why do macronutrients even matter? Well, it's because they are literally what make up our body, right? It's what gives us the energy we need to go about our day. Everything that you eat is broken down into these three separate categories that our body uses to give us the energy we need to actually function. And so the proportion in which you eat your macronutrients can lead to the shape of your body. It can lead to how your organs work and how they function or how they malfunction, And today, when you hear people talking about counting macros, you are likely thinking of it in the term of a diet plan. And it can be a type of diet, I guess, but it also doesn't have to be a diet. So first of all, I want you to think of your term to think of the definition of the term diet, because for me personally, like I've never really gone on a diet. I didn't grow up with a mom who always talked about dieting. Thank goodness. 
And I knew I just never wanted to have to go on a diet. I never wanted to have to have that mentality. Now, I have had at times in my life where I've needed or wanted to lose weight, but I didn't want to lose weight by going on a quote unquote diet. I wanted it to be sustainable and kind of like a lifestyle that I could do long term. I didn't want to be miserable like I really love food. So why would I want to cut out something? I wanted to do it in a way that felt good was long lasting, not a quick fix. So when I say the term diet, I really just mean your way of eating. Like what is included in your diet means like, what type of foods are you eating? You know, what's your food intake? I'm not saying what kind of calorie restriction, fat restriction, carb restriction are you doing? No, that's not what diet is. So does that make sense? Diet is just like what you're intaking into your body. So if you don't know my background story at all, I'm sure I've told it on this podcast before, but long story short, I was a little bit thicker than the other girls, you know, stick figure girls up in high school. And since then, I've tried to have some sort of workout routine. And in college, I would go to the gym and do the elliptical in pharmacy school. I discovered Insanity and P90X that I could do at home during my busy work week and study schedule. And that is where my exercise regimen kind of started its consistency. But I never did anything to change my food. I thought I could eat whatever I wanted because I was working out every day, right? And if that's how you are now, you can totally do that. You can do whatever you want to do because you are an adult who gets to make their own choices. But I personally was getting frustrated because I wanted to see my abs. Might sound a little vain, but it just wasn't happening. I was working out so hard. I mean, have you... Okay, I was working out so hard, but I still didn't seem to like have a change in the, I don't know, layer of fat per se on my body that I wanted to see. So have you heard the term abs are made in the kitchen? Well, that's true. It's because it's totally about how you eat. So I decided I would try to be better with my eating. And now this was a slow process over several years, several pregnancies. I tried different types of diets per se, but not restriction diets, just different ways of eating my food. So I tried colored containers, which if you don't know what these are, it's like where you have like a green container that you that's the size of like a one cup and you fill it with vegetables and I could have like three or four of these a day. Then you have a purple container and that's also one cup and you have fruit and I could have like two or three of those a day. And same thing, it had it for like your fats, your, let's see, carbs, veggies, fats, proteins, right? All your macros. So it had different size containers, color containers for for those things. And then you had different um, amounts, like four green, three purple, blah, 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 in a day. Those are what those are. And then I tried limiting my processed carbs and just eating meat and veggies for dinner. I would have all my carbs earlier in the day and just do like veggies and protein for dinner. And then I don't know, just trying different things, different ways of eating, right? I tried doing timed foods, like eating at certain times of the day, all of it. I've tried it all, although nothing crazy, nothing restricting. But I always, always resisted counting macros. I thought it was hard. I thought it was complicated. I thought it was way too time consuming and just not for me, right? Because living your life and eating, it should be easy. Um, however, you know how things go. You might as well try it, right? Eventually, I told myself I'd give it a try because I had had a sister-in-law who had great results and she said that it was easy. And of course, you know me and what I say, if she can do it, I can do it. So you just need the inspiration from someone that you're following to be like, if they can do it, I can do it. And I'm telling you, if I can do it, you can do it. But I'm not going to lie. It was time consuming and it did take effort 
But you know what else? It was pretty awesome. Because when you have a coach calculate your macros, you are calculating percentages of the protein, fats, and carbs that your body is likely to need and to use to function at its best. So you're basically, it's like you're a well-oiled machine. You're giving your body the fuel that it needs to function properly and what you want it to do. So you learn a lot about yourself in the process. You learn how your body reacts to certain foods and you can take better care of yourself because really like you can tell by how you're feeling what you need to eat. Now, I'm not here to tell you that you have to count macros, my friends. I'm here to tell you that you can do whatever you want. But if you have found yourself in a place where counting macros has started to pique your interest, but it seems too difficult, I promise that you can do it. If you are willing to take the time and the patience to learn, it is definitely doable. But since this is just a brief overview, let's just review what what each macronutrient is, starting with protein. Now, protein, I don't know, can you have a favorite one? I would say it's protein, but we also like to eat our fats and carbs, so I don't know. But proteins, you know what they are. They are the building blocks to your muscles. They're made from amino acids. They build up your muscle right? If you are lifting weights and strength training, you are breaking your muscle down. You need to eat protein to build that muscle back up. Now, I'm going to get into a couple numbers here. I'm sorry, I said this was like a brief overview, but if you want to dive deeper with me, we'll talk about that later. The percent of daily calories that come from protein is 10 to 35 percent of your daily calories. Now, if you're going to be one of those on the side that you are exercising and you are lifting weight, you probably want to be on the higher end of that. You've, I've also heard it termed where it's like it's two milligrams per kilo, which is like um, a gram of protein per body weight. Sorry, <laughs> doing the math in my head there. Um, that's on the upper end. If you eat, if you want to eat as much protein, grams of protein for as much as you weigh, that's kind of like the higher end. And the lower end would be like half, like your weight cut in half, that's grams of protein. So if you are exercising and you are lifting weights, I recommend being on the upper half because protein helps you feel fuller longer. Like I said, it helps you to increase your muscle mass, which will increase your metabolism. And when your metabolism is higher, that means when you are just sitting doing nothing, you're still burning calories. You're still burning off energy. And that's why That's why everyone is such a fan of muscle and protein, because it means your body is working and being efficient. So you know what your protein foods are, right? You have your meats, you have um, dairy, so like cottage cheese, Greek yogurt, um, normal cheese too. And then you also have seafood, meat, poultry, red meat, you guys. I should have wrote these down. I didn't write them down. I'm thinking of them off the top of my head, but these are like the things that I eat in a day. You do have like whey protein versus plant-based protein, different things for different people. Uh, It's up to you. You get to decide, but protein is important and it can be a challenge when at first, if you're trying to increase your protein, you want to look at a variety. You don't want to eat too much supplemental protein, right? Coming from supplements, you want to eat whole food protein. So just some things that takes practice and takes learning that the more you do it, the easier it becomes, but it definitely will help you feel better and function better if you're trying to include a nice workout regimen to go with it. So we have our proteins. Next we have, we're going to talk about fats. And 
fat, I feel like gets a bad rap. Fat and carbs, right? Both of them get bad raps, but we need fat in our body just to be able to literally live and function. 25 to 35% of your daily calories should come from fats. And not all fats are created equal. We know that you have your trans fat, but also saturated, unsaturated. I'm not going to dive deep. Like I said, just know that you have, you know, fats that are a lot better for you and a lot healthier for you versus fats that are not fats that are like, you know, just not great for you. So you have like your avocados and your olive oils and things like that. And then you have like your fats from like whole dairy, like whole fat dairy. Okay. Those are going to be different in your body than say fat from like French fries or potato chips or fried chicken. Okay. Your body can use it differently. It determines whether it gets used in like your brain to help with energy or whether it gets stored as fat and you just hang on to it. So it's just how your body breaks it down. But just know that you do need fat. Too low of fat and you will start to kind of malfunction, shall we say. Like your hormones will be off. Um, just different things. Your body will not perform right if your fat content or fat levels that you're eating are too low. So you do need fat in your day. But if you're afraid of it, like just track it and see how much you're getting. Um, but I do recommend working with someone if you try working with a coach, a dietitian, or a coach, if you're trying to look for a specific, you know, result from managing your fat. Okay. And then we have our carbs, which is 45 to 65% of your daily calories. And I like to think of fats and carbs as kind of like a, like a teeter totter. So like if you have higher fats, you're probably going to have lower carbs. If you have higher carbs, you're probably going to have a little bit lower fats. So my protein, I like to keep, like I said, like about a gram per body weight, and then your fats and carbs kind of seesaw back and forth, depending on, you know, what you're eating and different things. So carbs are our main source of energy, like quick energy. You need carbs. If you're feeling tired, you probably need some carbs, right? We, but there is a difference. We have our good carbs and not so bad. What, what, sorry, can't think of the word. We have our good carbs, not so good carbs. I was trying not to call it bad carbs, but you know, whatever. You have your carbs that come from your fruit and your veggies and like whole grains, but then you have carbs that also come from like refined processed grains, right? And like your donuts and your candy and your straight sugar. So those are all different types. We're not deep diving, but just know that you need some for energy. And that's why most diets say like, and I wasn't going to use the term diet, but healthy way of eating, clean eating is like, pure carbs that come from like a source of like fruit versus and like oatmeal oats things like that versus like sugared candy does that make sense so and then so those are our three main types we have our proteins our fats and our carbs and I personally this is my personal opinion that once you learn to do that and you learn you know what your body likes what it doesn't like how it performs well because you've been tracking for several months I think you can easily then learn to intuitive eat and intuitive eating is just when like you can kind of feel, okay, I feel like I need to eat this. This sounds good. I can do this. My body can handle this, right? I feel like intuitive eating is like, oh, I just, this is what I feel like eating. Well, you're not going to intuitively eat a whole bag of French fries because just because it sounds good doesn't mean your body is actually telling you it needs it. If you haven't yet learned, you know, 
by going through and tracking your macros. I think because we'll talk about at a different time, like your, the dopamine in your brain gets a hit when you have all that sugar from your candy or all that like yummy saltiness from your French fries. Okay. And that's what's causing you. That's different. Like in your brain when it's thinking, Ooh, I need this. I need this. I need this. That is different than what you really actually need which I'm not going into detail here, but I will say that I feel like you can intuitively eat correctly if you've gone through the process of learning about macros. Okay, that's what I'm saying about that. So basically, my takeaway, I just want you to be educated to take care of yourself, right? Don't go to extremes. And I don't think there's no right or wrong diet, but I do think there are extremes. And I believe, you know, modification in all things. I'm not a dietitian, okay? Right? I do believe there are certain things you need to go talk to a dietitian about if you're in a certain spot where you have different medical things going on, if you really need to work on this. But I have taken a nutrition course, I'm certified nutritionist. Um, I got my personal trainer certification. I've been living this out for 10 years, right? Um, doing my own trial and error. And I mean, I am a pharmacist. I went to a pharmacy school. I did a lot of schooling on anatomy, physiology, chemistry of the human body. So I just believe in like being educated, taking care of yourself. If you want to dive deeper and learn more, then you are so welcome to come work with me. You guys, I'm so excited. I'm going to be accepting clients this fall to work with me as a one-on-one coach. The focus is your health, wellness, nutrition, and your thoughts. So if you want to lose weight, if you want to get strong, and if you want to make it a lifestyle that you love for the rest of your life, come work with me because we will be implementing life coach tools to use on your wellness journey that you will also be able to apply in every area of your life, right? I'm different than any other health coach out there because of my education and background. So if you're interested, come send me a DM on Instagram and I'll send you an application for fall. And now if you're local to Northern Utah, I'm hosting a meal prepping course at our favorite local shop and boutique, Emmy James. It's August 26th, mid-morning, and I'm teaching on simple meal prep tips that I use every day to stay consistent in my health journey, as well as some of my favorite breakfast and lunches for me as the mom and for my kids as we're getting back into our school year. So I'd love to see you there. So come reserve your ticket at emmyjames.com under the workshops tab, and I'll see you there. <laughs>